the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Day. In addition to that, it's also Sega de Mayo, right? Um, there was a time. Oh, I- don't miss the most important one, Andrea. With the most important one, yeah, Cinco de Mayo, right? No, 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 no. For all you Star Wars nerds out there, today is Revenge of the Fifth. Oh, Revenge. Oh, gosh. I've never even seen a Star Wars movie. I had no idea who he was talking about. I, I'm already, I, I, I get annoyed enough when I, when I have to see people posting or commenting, uh, may the fourth be with yeah, you that, all day this on is the the second fourth. best Star Wars <sighs> How do I end the pain here? Uh, I have promised a family member of mine I will watch a Star Wars movie at some point. Um, if you are out celebrating Cinco de Mayo today, good for you. I've actually never actually gone, I, I think, out of my house to celebrate Cinco de Mayo because um, it's kind of like, in my opinion, going out on St. Patrick's Day or somewhere, or New Year's Eve. It's all crowded. But um, I plan on eating a taco or two at home tonight. So shout out to my fellow San Diegans who I'm seeing on monitors. They're actually out in restaurants. I'm seeing some without masks. We need a return to normalcy yes, we do. In, in, in this in the city, in the state, and in the nation. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. We've got much to get into tonight. I've got two of your fan favorites going to be with us tonight to get into all the hot topics of the day. We've got Meg Megan Barth, Reagan Babe, will be here. She's going to be talking about the censorship and perfect timing since I wasn't able to tag her on Facebook. Uh, maybe because she's got about 20,000 people following her Facebook page. So she's going to be here to talk censorship as well as vaccines. And we know that's always a hot topic here um, uh, with my partner as well as our listeners. <coughs> and then bottom half of the show, we've got Don Jans, who found a couple of interesting stories that nobody's talking about. So news you can use from the sense of um, topics and items that people should know about but aren't. So, um, of course, Don Jans, who wrote the book The Road to Tyranny and Brush Fires of Freedom, is always somebody to uh, raise awareness of important topics out there. 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in on any of the topics of the day. And if you're new to me, I am Andrea Kay, dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. But I don't do it alone. No, I do not. I do it with all my friends out there on Facebook, watching on The Answer San Diego, who listen to my pod, who tweet at me and come at me on Facebook. And I just love you all so much. And this man, it's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. I have my veto pen drawn and ready. And I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ DJ And the perfect idea is to veto everything that President Biden has done since he's been in office because he's not really the president. 
Okay. All right. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. I'm just looking up a new cruise ship guidelines. 98% of the crew must be vaccinated. Why not 100? 98. Everything about this. a random number. It's so arbitrary. So they're all vaccinated. Social distance. Have you ever taken a cruise? How in the world can you socially distance? You can't do it. You can't. They're going to get rid of the midnight buffet? (laughs) That's that's the only reason why you take a cruise. Is the hog down? At least if you're from the South. Good luck ever getting anybody to book um, a, a, a cruise on that. Um, speaking of stories and items that nobody's talking about, you're going you're gonna to love this. Um, because as we're talking about ridiculous new extended guidelines, last night we talked about no dancing or standing at weddings. You know, as they are forced to reopen because it's clear that like here in California, they're not even in San Diego. They're not even reporting on deaths anymore on COVID because there are none. But yet, how are they going to keep you continued, you know, under their thumb? Right. Well, you know, they've got to continue to stoke fear because the plan was never for you to return to normal. But guess what? The plan is clear and in writing from the jump how they were seeking all these guidelines to manipulate people this comes from alex berenson if you don't follow him on twitter if you hate twitter he's the only reason to be on there oh he's a good one oh he's the only reason to be on there and he pulled a document um and you know before i tell you where this came from let me remind you guys that a lot of our government's decisions the cdc used was based on modeling and based on think tanks out of the uk and europe uh and in in particular the model that 20 million americans were going to die all of that was was coming straight out of of it was the london something or other so this is from um assets.publishing.service.gov uk options for increasing adherence to social distancing measures this was march 22nd 2020 perceived threat a substantial number of people do not feel sufficiently personally threatened it could be that they are reassured by the low death rate in their demographic group we got a problem here they're saying basically we got people that are scared and they're not scared because there's not enough people dying Wow. How are we going to get them scared? Here's an idea. You could even stop there. Right, right. It it gets worse. Um, Having a good understanding of the risk has been found to be positively associated with the adoption of COVID social distancing measures in Hong Kong. In other words, you know how Hong Kong was able to get people scared? Yep. Guidelines. Social distancing. Add that in with the mask. Uh, This goes on to say the perceived level of personal threat needs to be increased among those who are complacent. Using hard-hitting emotional messaging to be effective, this must also empower people by making clear the actions they can take to reduce the threat. Is that not what's been done to the minds of the American people? 100%. 100%. You people in March... But, and this this comes right after Fauci was telling people you don't need masks and we didn't have any of this distancing stuff. This was published in March of 2020 and immediately afterwards was when we had lockdowns, when we had mask mandates and when we had the distancing. That's when every store was putting circles on the ground and every bit of it was to manipulate you to keep you fearful. That is why they still have the distancing. That is why they're still running around in masks. That's why Joe Biden is sitting on a Zoom call with other world leaders 
leaders with a mask on, but then went to the Carters and sat there without a mask. Every This is why... Like Fauci at a baseball game. It's like Fauci at the baseball game, or every one of these Jim Acosta and all these left-leaning people are all caught on video, all roaming around laughing at the press area in, in the White House, and then the second the cameras rolled, they were throwing masks on. Every bit of this has been to... It, 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 manipulate you they even said it to manipulate you emotionally to amp up the fear and that's why they are continuing with these mass mandates that's why they're continuing to push masks even if you've been vaccinated last night we talked about the vaccine segregation plan at different event venues what's that shouldn't that be the point andrea get vaccinated don't wear it was supposed to be right this is every bit of this has been the virus is real. But let me tell you, every bit of the reaction has meant to stoke unnecessary panic and fear in you to control you to the point to where even now wake up, man, because let me tell you, even if you get vaccinated, we went through the hoops that you have to go through to go to an event. You still got to wear a mask. You, you know how many people now? are getting this vaccine and still saying they get COVID and some of them are still dying? Well, the, the, and the vaccine's a different issue. This is about the use of these, so these guidelines yeah, are right. all about control to keep you frightened. The mask is a symbol to keep you afraid. That's why they, they put it in there in the first place as, as, a, as a mandate, and they're still refusing to remove it. And every Republican should be saying from this point forward to end it. We have not had one... I stopped booking Harmeet Dillon and Mark Moisier on the show, who've done phenomenal legal work and lawsuits, and not one lawsuit has been filed about these mask mandates. Not one. Children are still being forced to wear masks in school. This is insane. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to try to bring some sanity to the show with one of our favorites. It's Megan Barth, Reagan Babe. If you're not following her on Facebook, and go to ReaganBabe.com. Sign up. More importantly than that, sign up at ReaganBabe.com for her newsletter, and it will come into your email every Saturday morning or Sunday morning, and you'll get up to date on everything that you need to know. Stay tuned for Megan. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. You know who it tells it else tells it like it is, and in a way nobody else can. That's probably why I couldn't tag her on Facebook today, right? Everybody's talking about Facebook and the bands and everything that's happening. My girl Megan Barth might be uh, on the, on the way. She might be in their crosshairs because I couldn't tag her phenomenal Facebook page. You guys need to go there at Reagan Babe. You also need to sign up for her weekly, subscribe to her weekly newsletter, and it will wrap up the week for you and everything that you need to know. And she joins me now. Hello, Megan Barth. Welcome back. Hey, Andrea. Thanks so much. Good to hear you. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, let's start, you know, you know, let's start with Trump first. I want to, I want to reverse it from okay. what we talked about earlier today and our plan to discuss it because that's really is what everybody's talking about tonight is that Trump has been, um, permanently banned, but then the board of Facebook says, well, we're going to treat him like everybody else and we're going to, we're going to review it again in six weeks and, you know, get blah, 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 blah. It's a bunch of nonsense. You know, today we also found out that the, I just found out that they, they banned permanently life site news because they supposedly are discouraging vaccines. Uh, your thoughts on, uh, the Trump and Facebook banning going on? Well, if the if they're banning life site news, then they should also ban the college the College of 
uh, surgeons and American physicians because uh, that group, which is a very esteemed group full of physicians from across the country, uh, wrote an open letter to the uh, colleges uh, encouraging them not to mandate the vaccine because of the unknown dangers that the vaccine poses. Now, we have to understand something about censorship. Um, Number one, hate speech was created by fascists in order to protect fascism. Uh, There is no such thing as hate speech. So if that is in your lexicon or in your vocabulary of things that you use, I would suggest that you stop talking like a leftist. Um, (laughs) I love it. That would be the first step. And and I've I've noticed that, you know, quote unquote, conservatives or influencers often adopt the language of the left. And Mm -hmm. once you adopt the language of the left, then you completely lose uh, the ethical and moral argument, uh, because then what you have done is adopted their fascism and you've given credence to something that simply does not exist. Uh, as soon as the fascists created something called hate speech, I knew that we were on a definite decline as far as the protection of free speech. Uh, you and I are old enough to remember when there was something called Crossfire, and that was a CNN program. <laughs> yeah. um, I grew up with Crossfire. My yeah. family, actually, every Sunday afternoon was like an episode of Crossfire after oh. church. We had Democrats and Republicans, and we would get together for coffee after church and, and brunch, and everyone would scream at each other at the cross of the table, but at the end of the day, we all either agreed to disagree, but we never hated each other, and we never demonized each other, and we certainly never censored each other, uh, because a robust debate uh, and information is really what gives you knowledge, and knowledge is the uh, most threatening uh, quality that a citizen can have against a tyrannical government. And so the tyranny that Facebook is committing um, is apparent and it's one-sided. They are the ones, they are the arbiters of what is hateful and what is not hateful. Uh, They can assume whatever they want uh, based on political ideology, damn the facts. And uh, Donald Trump is just one of many. I mean, remember this whole entire censorship uh, kind of cabal, if you will, started kind of with Alex Jones. And we were all saying, no, you can't ban Alex Jones because that's going to be the start. You know, you might not like Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. You might think Alex Jones is an absolute freak. But that's beside the point. Uh, he has the ability to say what he wants to say, and he has the ability to encourage thought. Um, and so even Q, you know, even QAnon, Uh, Whether or not you believe in QAnon, that's your choice to whether or not to believe it. But they still have a right to have a platform. And so people, specifically on the right, like Donald Trump, um, is just a long line of uh, victims of the fascist left. Well, yeah. And, you know, uh, and uh, I was flashing on. Uh, a couple of things when you were talking about Alex Jones earlier, you were talking about when you adopt the language of the left, you validate it and you, you've basically lost, you know, the, the argument. Well, the, the conservatives, the response when um, Alex Jones was deplatformed, same thing with Loomer. I call it being Loomered um, because, uh, you know, when when she, when. Laura Loomer was Loomer deplatformed. She didn't just wasn't just banned from Twitter. They got they took down her PayPal account. She couldn't rent an Uber. She they actually they took they restored her checking account, but that was initially taken down as well. And the response from conservatives at the time was, ah, the, you know, Loomer's crazy. Alex Jones is a conspiracy guy. Look what he said about Connecticut. And it's like you're missing the point. The you know who cares whether or not you think that what they're doing is wacko or whatever. Do you not see where this is headed? Republicans never 
never see down the road. The Democrats are always working a long game and the Republicans never are. I don't know, Megan Barth, though, from Barth, from a, a, a standpoint that the way to fight uh, the social media purge that's happening and the censorship that's happening is by expecting the Republicans in Congress to do anything about it. Um, they're, they're saying, you know, Jim Jordan's saying we need to break it up. But how? What do you think is the solution? Because I think the solution is we should have conservatives should have long left Facebook and Twitter. Um, and people are saying, well, there's no there's no alternative. Well, there there could be one coming. What do you think the solution is? Well, I always kind of laugh at the argument, but they're a private company. They can do what they want, and that's generally a leftist and a libertarian argument, and it's really hard to tell the difference between a leftist and a libertarian, specifically (laughs) when it comes to open borders. Right. Uh, but nonetheless, um, well, then why don't we just create our own pharmaceutical companies and then we can charge whatever we want for insulin? Mm, um, well, what about what about what, what about the baker in um, Colorado? He's a private person. Why can't he bake any cake that he wants? And so the argument for censorship really falls short because censorship is uh, a political tactic in order to silence dissent. Uh, and, and to silence anyone that does not dis- that that challenges uh, the created false narrative that the mainstream media and Facebook and everybody else would like you to believe. Um, let's take example. Just if we could jump from Trump and Facebook because this aligns with Facebook and Instagram because they are one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and Twitter, uh, they are all communication monopoli- monopolies. Now we used to have a communication quote unquote monopoly uh, when they broke up AT and T. Uh, My grandfather actually worked for Illinois Bell uh, back in the day, and they said, oh, well, you know, AT&T is a monopoly. We must break it up, and Illinois Bell was a part of that. My grandfather said, well, just wait till you see the price of your phone bill. Uh, It's going to skyrocket, and guess what? It's skyrocketed. So the government has come in and broke up communication monopolies before and didn't have any problem doing so. The difference is is that AT&T did not have a lobbyist monopoly uh, and a cash monopoly like these Internet companies do. They are controlling the flow of information across the whole entire world, and they have an effect to change election outcomes. They have an effect to influence elections. They have an effect to influence perception and thought. They have an enormous amount of power, and they have deep pocketbooks. We've broken up monopolies before. There is a way to do that. It just takes the political will. But right. the problem is... The, politi- the, politi- the politics involved here means money, and you have plenty of people on both sides of the aisle receiving millions of dollars from these companies and their lobbyists. Right. I think we. I want to get into Joe Rogan before I I lose my time with you. I there's one idea to deal with this that nobody's ever talked about but me, which is there's been fraud in the inducement on these these social media sites who induced people to come in and even give them money uh, to sponsor ads that went nowhere because of algorithms. That oh come here and you know set up your diamond and silk and set set up your your media profiles here and you know reach all these people and monetize and only to monetize your life and, and invest your time and your money in this Facebook page only to have that be either either out in the open or behind the scenes um, you know throttled down which was which was basically a, a, a fraud in the inducement and a failure to provide the services for which they were hired in a sense and nobody's thought about about that aspect and I think if if, if that would have forced 
um, because that would affect them in the pocketbook because, you know, people are still buying sponsored ads. Right. And, you know, to me, that would have been at least one way to go about it. But we also don't have anybody willing to, you know, go to bat for us. And in part because people well, continue to stay there. You want to respond before we quickly get into Joe Rogan? Yeah, well, monetization is one thing. The Constitution is another. We don't have any mm-hmm. political will to stand on the side of what the First Amendment means. Um, but in, in, this is a very good example in Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan simply wanted to uh, direct message his friend on Twitter asking about um, uh, Ivert Myth, uh, um, Ivermectin. Uh, uh, Ivermectin, thank you. Uh, and he was unable to send his friend a question about Ivermectin. He was blocked from wow. simply asking a question. Wow. Now, think of it this way. You and I can go on our Facebook pages, on our Twitter, wherever we are on social media, Instagram, and talk at nauseum about a vaccine. But the soonest we mention ivermectin or uh, hydroquinolone or any other therapies mm-hmm. that are off-label that are off-label for COVID, we are immediately banned. We are immediately uh, demonetized. We are yep. immediately censored. And the reason they give us is because it's unproven or not only unproven, it is not um, FDA approved. FDA approved. <laughs> well. Is the vaccine FDA approved? <laughs> no. no. Has, the, has the vaccine been proven? No. Right. And so this is how you can tell that this whole entire pandemic was nothing more than a pandemic. They have not only planned it from the start, but now they are going to control what is approved, what's not approved, and what's not approved, you can only talk about certain things that aren't mm-hmm. approved. And yeah. the only thing that you can talk about is a vaccine that is unapproved. But you can't talk about the other medicines that actually have been in clinical trials, that actually have... Uh, the, these are cures. Studies. Yeah. The, and, and, yes, these, and, and, and that can be a frontline defense okay, against getting sick. But the pharmaceutical companies want you to get sick. The globalists want you to get sick. The eugenicists wants you to get sick. Mm-hmm. It's a moneymaker and it's a population control measure. And that lines up perfectly with the Green New Deal. Absolutely. Megan Barr, thank you for being here. Girl, you always bring truth and and from the side of absolute uh, constitutionalism. And we need more of that. And I need you more back on a regular basis. And everybody go to ReaganBabe.com. Sign up for her newsletter that will come conveniently into your email and you can get caught up on everything and like her fan page on Facebook. Yeah, I'm going to tell you to go there and like her fan page as well as Instagram because she's putting out great content and you guys need to be aware of it. Thank you, girl. I appreciate you. Thank you. Be well. Now stay tuned. Don Jans will be here with a couple of articles, topics today nobody else is talking about, so don't go away. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Rolling along here. We've got another good friend of mine. Before the break, we were talking to Megan Barth about uh, deplatforming, the censorship, and the crazy story with Joe Rogan. He couldn't even get a message through to somebody asking a question about a therapeutic 
uh, uh, treatment for COVID. And we all know the reasons why for that. They, In order to get the vaccine pushed out under the Emergency Use Act, they had to pretend that there were no therapeutics. There were, which, And quite frankly, we don't. We not only have therapeutics, we have cures for this. They literally let people die so that they could keep you locked in. In, in anticipation of a vaccine that they're still telling you ain't even going to stop you from getting it or giving it. This is all about communist controls. And so who, of course, to, to come on the show to continue the discussion about where this nation is going is my good friend Don Jans. And he, he's the author of the book, The Road to Tyranny, as well as Brush Fires of Freedom. And he joins me now. Hello, my dear friend. Good evening. Interesting discussion with Megan. Thank you. Um, but you actually have some other interesting topics that I think are related to your lane. Your avenue is always to uh, forewarn us and to connect the dots between what's happening here and tyranny. Um, people might want to brush off the first story about the Finnish government official, but we need to make people understand, as, as you share the details of what's going on with this woman, how everything that's been going on with Europe, everything that, that was, all, the, all, the, all these COVID protocols, the distancing and all that comes out of Europe. Everything that's happening over there is eventually going to make its way here. So tell everybody what's going on with this Finnish government official. Okay. The first thing we always have to understand is the communist movement, Marxist movement, collectivist movement, they absolutely have to abolish God. That the, the Bible is a horrible, horrible thing for this movement. Marx told us, he said, you have to get rid of all religion. Lenin told us, he said, I cannot have a Christian in the Communist Party. So we have to understand that. The movement is communist and it absolutely must must eliminate the Bible and anything to do with God. In the United States, we've seen the attack on our religion. We've seen the attack on the uh, Baker up in uh, Oregon. We've seen the attack on the forest down in, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And it's unrelenting. This is a little bit different, Andrea. This is a Finnish a lady who was a member of their, what we would call our Congress, she had also held a position in the administration. And she said that homosexuality is a sin. And she quoted scripture. It had, it, there was no commercial elements whatsoever. She just said, this is what the Bible says about homosexuality. And the Bible says it is a sin. She is now, she is now being charged by a Marxist, the um, uh, the what would be our Attorney General, and he is def- uh, she is definitely a communist. This lady faces six years in prison because she simply quoted scripture from the Bible. And let me tell you. Um one of the reasons why I started doing my radio show was because I read a book that was called um, "While Europe Slept." And it was written by a man named Bruce Bauer, who was a far left um, homosexual LBGT activist out of New York that when George W. Bush uh, won re-election, he was like he just hated the religious right so much that he had to move to the Holy Grail of socialist Scandinavia. And what he found so disturbed him that he wrote a book to warn the American people about it because he said that what he found was how important it was to have religion in society, because if you if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. 
thing and the vacuum that it left paved the way for multiculturalism where they imported Muslims into the country who and set up these sideline um, societies everywhere. And then uh, the other citizens were left um, subject to hate speech legislation. They're literally over there. They're they're literally uh, arresting kids. So um, the warning has not been heated here enough, but there's still no. time to to hear what's happening over there. And this was one of the things that I warned here about uh, gay marriage. You know, I, I confronted a gal from Get Equal, Heather Cronk, and I said, the problem I have is that you guys pretend that this is just a civil rights issue. And you pretend that if, if we go along with same sex marriage, that you're going to be OK with that. And I tell you, I don't believe it because everywhere around the world where they've, they've legitimized same sex marriage, they followed it up with hate speech legislation to where they've made it criminal for anybody to say that that homosexuality is a sin and now they're there and I predict you guys are going to try to force preachers and priests to perform same-sex marriages and we are vastly approaching that in this country I believe that that's why the DHS announced Don Jan's why they're going to start infiltrating Facebook groups to mm-hmm. identify the right-wing extremist because now um, we crazy conservative Christians are domestic terrorists and threats and I think that what you're describing with this Finnish government official is the plan for us Christians here in this country. Am I exaggerating? No, you're not exaggerating one bit. And the attack has been going on for a long time. And it's been the the, the news continues to be tightened. This lady happened to be on a radio show. She was simply asked, what would Jesus think about homosexuals? She gave a biblical viewpoint as to what Jesus would think about homosexuals. Jesus would strongly disagree. He would call the act of homosexuality a sin. Would he love the homosexual? Absolutely. Is there redemption for the homosexual? Absolutely. So long as they turn from their sin. For that, she is being threatened with six years in prison. Is it coming, Andrea? To a large extent, it's here. It's here under the political correctness probe, where if we don't speak politically correct, we're demonized, we're ostracized, and we are now being threatened with hate speech. This is a, They're trying to put this type of speech in as hate speech, and they will fine us and imprison us for using what they will call hate speech when it is simply quoting from the scripture. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is we're told by many people that when we speak this way, when we use the Bible, that we are speaking out of hate. No, folks, we're speaking out of love. Well, because remember the alternative mm-hmm is not is, is the worst thing you could possibly have so they, they twist it and they use it and it's been done through the communist movement for well since since even before marx well here's the thing it's though dangerous. even even if you don't understand that, that that christianity is coming from a place of love and that and that um that um there's the bible says a couple of things about the lord that yes he is the god of love but also that that uh, he is also the god of judgment and by no means will yep. the wages of sin go unpunished and uh you know the lord um we believe in um loving the sinner and hating the sin and did the did the lord um go up i don't want to turn the show you know too too much into a sermon um but whether or not whatever you think about the bible why why in the it it, to criminalize it to 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 throw somebody in jail uh and, and let me tell you democrats out there 
you hate you hate Christians so much or Catholics or anybody else. Funny how nobody's bothering to go after after Muslims and going into mosques where they you know and and um, where homosexuality is literally put uh, you know uh, uh, subject to death penalty in Islamic countries where Islam runs the government, but they they strictly just go after Christians. Um, but you know the liberals seem to just really not understand the fact that that ultimately they themselves will be subject to the same persecution and controls. I mean, how many celebrities think that they're all cool and think that they're beloved because they told you know they they spew the liberal line over here and then the second they get they get out of step, man, they're canceled like everybody else. I got to move on to the other article you talked about because in a sense I kind of think it's related because we've got a media outlet who has who was beaten into submission and into silence. Share with everybody what what's going on with Newsmax because I'm on Newsmax all the time and didn't even know this. Well, what is what? Remember um, when there was the there was a discussion about how Dominion was able to maneuver the election, how they could switch votes. How and we saw it happen. We saw two thirty or whatever time it was in the morning, where everybody stopped counting, counting, and all of a sudden we had um, uh, Trump's big leads. Now it ties with Biden, and then of course the trend continued that way. We've had people come on to different different programs around the country. Uh, and they've talked about this. They've been on many, many different radio, one American news, Newsmax, different places, Fox, Fox News. And they've talked about how Dominion's, how the Dominion machines were established so that you could manipulate the vote. Okay. And, uh, uh, and this is being proven now. We see it down in Arizona, again, where, where it's being proven that, yes, in fact, this is correct. Well, Dominion did not sit back and take this lightly, as, as, as no leftist ever does. And this Dr. Coomer, uh, Eric Coomer, you probably know the name. Uh, you've certainly seen him if you have watched any of those hearings where they had, where they had the video of the Dominion person showing the people to whom he was trying to sell these machines explain how you could manipulate the vote. Okay. So, well, it's Dr. Coomer that said his life has been personally disrupted and now he's in danger. And Dr. Coomer, through Dominion and through the money of Dominion, sued many outlets. They sued Newsmax. They sued One American News. They sued Giuliani. They sued, they sued uh, Paul. They sued many other people. And Newsmax caved. Newsmax, Newsmax came in with a settlement and they said, oh, we're so sorry. And they, 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 read, they, they gave out the statement that they were supposed to give, stating that, no, they never really can, uh, uh, agreed that there was manipulation, that uh, Dominion machines were being misused. No, they didn't say this. People on their show said it, but they didn't agree with it. And so they had, uh, they, they're no longer part of the lawsuit, and they had some kind of a settlement that's not disclosed. Well, that's disappointing because, you know, I watch Newsmax every day. If there was an individual on there, I mean, uh, this, you know, it, I don't want to criticize Newsmax too much because I don't I don't watch every minute of programming. So I don't know if there happened to be a host who basically went into Mike Lindell mode. Um, but this this it's disappointing that they settled like this because basically they're allowing some outfit uh, to control their content under fear of uh, of a lawsuit. And that yeah. damages their credibility a little bit. Right. Um, because. It, it, 
Because, you know, if that's if that's the way you're going to roll, that you're just going to cower if somebody threatens. I mean, you you fight it. You fight it and you say, you know what? We are a news outlet. We have not pushed out the, the, the Dominion stole the election. And, you know, we our guests who come on our show are free to say what they want to say. It doesn't mean that we endorse uh, their 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 comments. And oh, by the way, Dominion, why didn't you sue the two Democrats who raised questions? And Sue Politico, who did an article in September of 2020, questioning the um, the the machines. And their validity, their validity. That's what Newsmax should have said. So it's it's disappointing. I mean, I I don't know that I don't know their financial um, health, and maybe they could maybe it was just straight up they couldn't afford um, to go up against go up against Dominion. In that case, I can't fault them. I guess, but it's just disappointing. Wrap us up, Don Jans. Okay. Well, there, there's another real real lesson that we all have to take from this. And what we know the left does is they use in, uh, indoctrination. Uh, from indoctrination, they go to propaganda. And then if you don't buy into their indoctr- indoctrination or propaganda, they come after you with intimidation. And yeah. the intimidation is severe. And they yes. will do absolutely anything, including murder. And we now know that Seth's rich. Probably the, the, the so-called robber who killed him was probably paid to do so. Yeah. So what we have and what we know is the intimidation of the left has no limits. And unfortunately, whether Newsmax couldn't stand up to it or not, um, they did cave. And that's an unfortunate thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why, where nobody's they didn't call me and ask me. Well, um, Gates said tonight on Newsmax, uh, before I let you go, he was on with Stinchfield. I didn't see the the um, art, the interview. He said they come for the fighters and, you know, they, they go after the fighters and they try to bully and intimidate and threaten and do everything they can uh, to bully those into submission because every bit of this is, is about a takeover. And this is what communists do. This is this is how in the course of of installing communist regimes throughout history, we have ended up between 100 and 200 million dead. Don Jan's got to leave it there. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Now stay tuned uh, for a tale of two stories, a tale of two two different sets of teens. Um, two that are not going to be tried as adults or face any jail time, and the other one who will. Don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. No, don't call me fake news. There's so many more interesting things you can call me, right? I mean, if you're going to call me names, but this is what I tell trolls. If you're going to troll me, be clever, okay? Or don't bother to troll me at all because I don't like to be bored. Okay, so we know that in New York recently, I think it was in New York, there was, um, doesn't matter if it's in New York, D.C. We saw two teenage girls um, beat up an Uber driver. They proceeded to steal the Uber car, and as he's hanging half out of his Uber, a gentleman, 66-year-old Uber driver, Mohammed Anwar, died, right? These two teenage girls um, reached a plea deal with prosecutors that will allow them to, not only were they not going to be tried as adults, they killed this man. This is the case in which Juan Williams said, oh, they were going on a joyride. It was an accident, right? 
An accident. Yeah, an accident. You, if you watch the video, you can see them assaulting this man and pushing him out as they're driving off. This was not a jury ride. They killed the 66-year-old Uber driver. Not tried as adults, reached a plea deal. They're going to be, you know, living at home, basically, which, you know, not, you know, which is probably, you know, great for them right then. Now they don't have to go to school. Um, Compare and contrast that to this evildoer, um, Florida teen. She's accused of rigging the homecoming election and she's going to be tried as an adult for rigging a homecoming election. And and think and 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 then extend it even beyond the comparison between the teens here. Um, think about the fact that we got a teen that's going to be tried as an adult for rigging a homecoming election. The homecoming big lie. The homecoming big lie. But we don't have anybody being held to account for stealing a presidential election. That makes absolutely zero sense. Yep. Um, it's, it's insane. We're, we're completely off the rails. Um, there are a lot of people continuing to discuss, speaking of the justice system, the Chauvin, the Chauvin trial. Now that they, the, when they filed the motion and we had Wendy Patrick on last night and we couldn't really get too much into the weeds because we, neither one of us had really read all the arguments so far. But upon reflection, you, you, the more that I learn about this juror, there's no way around. Some people yesterday were saying, well, yeah, it's hard to prove that this juror lied. How can you prove, how could he, it, how can you even question whether or not he lied? This man was wearing, he was at a George Floyd protest wearing a shirt that had to do with putting a knee on a neck. And now, and his his answer today is, well, they didn't ask me if I was at a specific George Floyd rally. So he's trying to play the weasel game. Let me tell you, this should have already, we, it, it, from what I'm hearing here, the, the fact that a judge could immediately already be looking at the interviews with this person is clear he lied. He infiltrated the jury. We don't even know what happened in the jury room to bully others. We don't know if he was the only one, but there's absolutely no way in which this was a fair trial for this. Zero. Man. On this alone, not to mention the fact that we had the city come out intentionally in the middle of jury selection and do a major press conference announcing a $27 million payout to the family. We had a judge who refused to sequester and on and on and on. The only thing missing for me at this point is naming Maxine Waters as a reason for a, a, a retrial. This is absolutely, if, he, if this man does not get a retrial in the United States of America, if not acquitted at this point, just throw it out because I don't know at this point how he could even get a fair trial anywhere. The fix is in on this man. Our justice system is dead if he does not get at least a retrial. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot in the closing yeah. seconds. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to get a retrial? No. I could be wrong because they could be in order to um, diminish the uh, the increased for, for their own perception and to continue to push out their movement and continue to, to make this be the linchpin that proves that America is systemically racist and every cop is bad yeah. and uh, and all that that they've they they in order, order to hold up the credibility of that they might retry him and fix it again but I would be surprised yeah, I would be you. absolutely surprised all right thank you guys for being here tonight thank you to my guest Don Jans Megan Barth we will see y'all tomorrow night on Friday Eve 6 p.m. Pacific time love you all peace out Come on.